Good morning again, Bill. Good morning. This is our second podcast today, Mark. It is. So we've uh, just had a very good chat with uh, Matthew Fletcher, which was uh, really interesting. I, uh, a good story. That is a good story. Uh, and it's like all our podcasts, everybody has a story. That's one of our mottos, isn't it? And as I sit to you in the lift, who would have known he started life in the Salvation Army? Because you just never know until you start talking to people about their journeys. That's right. And we've just walked around the corner, 100 metres. 100 metres. we're now in Mellop Street. Yep. And as I look out, it's the green spine, as they call it, Yes. out the front. Lots of uh, trees. That's right. Uh, not a lot of pedestrians, I might add. <laughs> no, it's a bit quiet today. But uh, things are happening in, in Geelong, and uh, we've just had a bit of a discussion about the future of residential development in, in uh, Geelong. And that sort of leads to our next guest, which is um, who, Bill? Well... Welcome, Jared. Today we're talking to Jared Mason, who's a director of the plan, the plan group, or just plan group. Plan group. Plan group. And I've watched their progress with interest because I had a consulting job in this industry. And the plan group are builders, construction, or what? Are you builders, construction company? What are you? <laughs> Best summarised as providing construction management services in the commercial sector. There we go. There you go. There, he's been asked that before. So yes, a builder. <laughs> so so <laughs> welcome, Jared. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Mark. I, as I say, I've, I've been watching their progress, and uh, I tell you what, they've made some great inroads into Geelong. So obviously, doing something well. And I know that uh, you're in Ballarat as well. Uh, and right now, they've got uh, quite a few projects on the go around here, and I think it's an exciting time for a young company that's. Um, doing all things right, and hopefully we'll just continue to grow. So, Jared, let's let's start at the beginning. Um, primary school, where were you? Well, to start with, I was born in Ballarat, so hence a, there's a connection there yeah. with the Ballarat, but moved to Geelong when I was um, two or three years old. Went to primary school at St Anthony's Primary School in Hamlin Heights. Yep. Uh, it's no longer there. I think back in the 80s it was uh, bought out. Uh, residential development, so it's all housing through there. Just a small primary school that went to grade four. From that point on, I then went to, and Bill, you'll relate to this, St. Joey's College uh, in Newtown. So I started at grade five there. That's when it did have primary years. And I think I was probably one of the last groups of primary schools, uh, primary primary age going through there until it went to a, a secondary college. So finished year 12 in 89 at St. Joseph's College. And from that point on, I went to uh, study at Deakin University. And so, what did you do there? Uh, bachelor of Building degree. So have you always wanted... Is that what drove you into the building game then? What's... I was always interested, actually, in, in, in drawing. Um, and I thought architecture might have been the way to go. And I guess through, you know, just connections and discussions, investigations and, you know, making inquiries... There was also, to this building side of it. So there was that architectural slash building side of it. Uh, and I think in the first year at Deakin University, there was a component of architectural side of it and then the also to, the I guess, the practical building side, uh, the, you know, the contract management side of it. Uh, and I thought that was the direction, the pathway I wanted to go. So I ended up um, continuing down the building side of it. So it's a, it's a four-year course and... Here you are. Yep, Mark, on. I had a conversation the other day with Jared about Deakin Uni and um, about someone I know very well, one of the lecturers there, and everyone who I've 
spoken to in the construction industry uh, talks about Len Bergarten. He must have been an absolute institution. He's a Melbourne builder, but very, very well respected. And I'm told that the d people that come out of Deakin are great candidates and you know, really know their stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Len was there when I was there, so yeah. he, he, he uh, was, um, taught me in a few, few subjects. Uh, and, you know, I remember him. He was so practical and he was easy to get along with. He was just a really, a really uh, focused on people. Yeah, no, um, he's like that. Now, the other thing, just jumping back, talking about St Joey's, well, I beat you because I was a boarder there in grade four, not grade five. <laughs> uh, but you've just built a fantastic high-performance centre at the St Joseph's Old Boys Football and Netball Club. Correct. Can you just talk about that for a minute? Because that's that's very innovative. Uh, absolutely. Look, yeah. the design has uh, has come up so so well. It was through the football and netball club. Uh, Rob Truffle and, and Todd Devine at that point in time. Uh, it was basically the funds were raised through you know, fundraising exercise, yeah. and um, we were fortunate enough to be in a position through uh, the relationship with the, with the with the school with the college and connections there that we were able to actually work through a, uh, a solution for them uh, in consultation with a, a local design firm, Select Architects, as well. Peter Serra. <laughs> it, it's yeah. right... Oh, we're still trying to get him still from trying podcast. To get Peter. It's right next to the cemetery up, in, oh, okay. up yep. there in... Uh, Hamlin Heights. Hamlin Heights. That's yep. where it is. So uh, just on that, it yeah. was interesting, you know, th through the council, so we also built the new club rooms up there. So it was a council project, but obviously for the St. Joey's Football Club and St. Peter's Cricket Club as well. So uh, look, it's been a been a great um, avenue for us. So heading, heading back into your uni days, what, what was one of your first jobs that you ever did? What sort of pumping petrol or working in a retail or what, what was... <laughs> Do you remember the Village Twin Cinema? Yes. Yeah. I was an usher. Oh. So... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was an usher when it was a village twin. Um, most of the listeners may remember it as a village twin, but now it's a, you know, prior to its redevelopment into a multi-cinema complex. But uh, I, I um, worked under a fellow by the name of Jared Garner, and uh, he was the manager at the time. And it was fantastic experience. It, it, it taught me a lot about people facing and customer service. And, uh, you know, and you had to have a little... <laughs> little bit of resilience, particularly the, the tools of the trade was a red jacket, black bow tie and a torch. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, a, it was a great experience. It was uh, really enjoyable. And from that point on, I actually did a, a little bit of work with Costas, so Fruit and Vegetable Distribution Centre in Melbourne. Yeah. So, um, you know, I spent a, a few months there. And again, that was tough, tough conditions. It was, it was tough work, but... You know, it was... Um, so what was your favourite film? <laughs> or or uh, are there hundreds of films you've only seen three quarters of? <laughs> it's interesting that you've got me there, the favourite film. Look, I, I do like Shawshank Redemption. I, I do like that. Um, that pops up on lots of... Yeah, <laughs> it, it does. I, but, but, you know, over the time you, you became a little bit numb to it. To it. Uh, you saw, you could actually, you could hear it and you think, okay, now I've got to go to this position here because I can hear that sound, that music means I need to go and open the front doors or whatever it might be. So, yeah, you became quite accustomed to it. All right, Jared, back to plan group. And uh, what's, the, you've come down here, you made inroads into uh, an established area with established building. 
Uh, now that Geelong is really developing and going ahead in leaps and bounds, the big jobs are going to the big boys, as we call it. Yep. So what's the secret of success for the plan group in winning these contracts? And you know, I guess, what's your sweet spot? Yeah. Yeah, look, sweet spot in terms of value, before I answer that, as a business, it's really important for us to to understand who we're working with, you know, the risk profile of a project. And that goes, you know, client, stakeholders, uh, who our competitors might be, what their service offering might be. So it's really important for us to to not necessarily go out there and put our hand up for everything and, and work for anyone. It's, 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 it's quite a, it's a driver for us to really understand that process. But in terms of project values, anywhere from, you know, half a million dollars to $30 million. Yeah. So, you know, you're right. There are some big companies around Geelong um, and, and via Melbourne, etc. cetera. Uh, they're big projects and we just, that's not for us. But, um, yeah. So how did you get into the plan group? You finished uni, obviously, got your degree. Yep. Was plan your first job or no, where from, did you No, from go? that point on, part of, part of that uh, process at Deakin University was a 12-month um, practical experience year. And I ended up picking up a project for a company called, uh, back then, it was called Isis Interiors, believe it or not. Yeah, well, yes. And that, uh, obviously, they changed their name uh, for for good reason, probably maybe eight, nine years ago, ten years ago, to shape. Um, But uh, that that company was a, you know, grew into a national business, national fit-out and refurbishment specialist. Um, I stayed there for 22 and a half years. It was uh, a business that really looked after their people, really encouraged growth. And uh, after leaving there, I went and worked with a, an external project management firm, which was great to see the other side of the fence. Mm-hmm. That was in Melbourne. So these jobs were in Melbourne. I was living in Geelong as well. So the tyranny of distance yep. you know, is uh, quite challenging, especially with a young family. But anyway. And then uh, the, the founding directors from Plan Group um, essentially approached me and said, look, you're still in Geelong. We're really keen to build a business in this region. They had picked up one or two contracts, but really to, to um, grow a permanent presence. So in 2017, I joined, joined them, uh, and the rest is somewhat history. history. I, I think we, uh, the success for us is not to bite off too, too much. Um, only take little nibbles and grow a successful bit, grow with that. Uh, and over the history, the project sizes that we've been able to deliver have, have, have grown in um, incremental sizes. So, and it's also too, for us, it's about, it's about people, getting the right group of people together, expertise, skill sets, but really cultural behaviour. So how big's your team here in Geelong? Geelong, we've got about 38, 39 people. Uh, and and I'll, I'll, I'll suggest in here, with, with, with Geelong and the focus on Geelong, we've been able to grow or, or develop, um, drive Ballarat from the Geelong team. So probably over the last two years, we've found an office space in Lydiard Street in, in Ballarat. We've got a general manager up there. We've got a project manager, some contract administrator and site managers. So we're so building, slowly building, we're that building team. a team. But, but Mark, the other thing I've noticed is that the finished jobs that I've seen of plan uh, are 
fairly interesting architectural designs, yep. high quality designs. It's not as if you're just going out there putting up the you know the preformed walls and all the rest of it. Yeah. But you, there must be some challenges in some of the designs I've seen that you've you've had to build to. Well, that's right, Bill. Yeah. And and I'll, I'll use the word. <laughs> some some of my team yeah. will love me using this word. But every project we do is bespoke. Yeah. It's not the same project after. So that's what keeps it interesting. That's what keeps it challenging. Um, you know, from a from a, a fairly complex internal fit out with high end finishes to a to a, a highly complex structural project like Saint Ignatius is, uh, there's all different sorts of challenges, and it's not just the build component. It is, you know, the whole supply chain. You know, as a as a head contractor, construction manager, you might be dealing with thirty or forty different trades um, on every project. Then all the stakeholder groups, clients, architectural, um, consultant, structural. Uh, it's it's. It's a challenging environment. It can really be challenging, but really rewarding too. It's really rewarding for us to be able to deliver a project and hit the key values that the client might have um, and bring smile to their face. You know, it's really important for us. We often hear about the shortage of labour and everyone racing off to work in the tunnels in, in Melbourne. Yeah. Is the shortage of skilled labour in your industry a real thing for you? What we're finding that, particularly over the last two years, with you know, spiralling costs of yeah. materials and, and labour, and uh, I, look, I, I don't think we're out of the woods yet. I do think it's starting to plateau. I don't think it will ever go back to what it used to be. Um, but there is still pressure in some of the supply chain. I, th- I think external factors, interest rates. Uh, you know, it's 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 difficult for a lot of the supply chain. So um, there are still pockets of challenges in the labour. So where did the plan group start? How did that? How did it create itself? Yeah. So it started in two thousand and twelve. So three founding directors. I had actually worked with those guys previously, and that's that's why they tapped me on the shoulder in about two thousand and seventeen to come on board. But they started, you know coming from a, a similar style of business and uh, they saw an opportunity to, again, provide a, provide a, a service. And the, and the three founding directors, they're all unique, but they're very similar. You know, they, they're, they're all about people. They're all about customer service. Um, it's, it, it, it's interesting. While, while you're, you're chatting, I'm sitting here thinking there's obviously a really good culture within the organisation. Is that yeah. from the founding directors have that? culture and the need to value the customer and yeah absolutely and I should say with the with, with plan group uh, it, it started off in Melbourne so Melbourne has circa 60 people and since last year they opened an office in Brisbane so it's you know it's an exciting time to be part of the plan group brand and and again from from the three directors and founding directors they are just great people great people to follow work hard um, but have some fun on the way and I think here in Geelong and Ballarat, similar scenario. It's it's really important that we have the right culture. As you can see, you know our built environment here. It's really important to have a, a light, bright space. That's right. As so I people... look out the glass door, and that's another thing. There's no walls. <laughs> it's all glass, which I love. But okay, move on to my favourite question, Mark. <laughs> uh, leadership. 
It's all about leadership and you just espoused about the founding directors. Yep. What's your leadership style? Because Mark and I are going to go out and ask everyone sitting out there, <laughs> yeah. what's Jared's leadership style? <laughs> so what answers do you think I'll get? Oh, it's, it's, oh look, I, I think it, it's funny. We, we really value uh, the lifestyles inventory. So we've done that not that long ago. Um, so that's through human synergistics. Yes. Yeah, it's so a, good, a great my, program. It is program. absolutely, yeah. and we yeah. we are you know potentially looking at that as you know uh, rolling it out to, to to others. But in terms of my style, it was a it's a constructive style. So it's a bit of an emphasis on the humanistic side. Well, um, so it sounds like it was all a lot of blue, a lot of blue, and a yep. little bit of red. Uh, maybe a little, there's a little yeah. bit of red. I think you've got to have the balance. A little bit yeah. of red. Yep. I think in this industry you do, but. Yeah, a, f- a fair bit of blue, yeah, a bit of green, um, but, you know, a little bit of red. But it's also, too, about um, affiliation. Mm. So hopefully the, the, the team out there would see me as being open, honest, supportive. Uh, I really believe in empowering people to make a decision. Uh, and our leadership style and our leaders do that. Um, permission to make a mistake. Cool. Uh, make it a safe environment. And just get around each other. Just just breed that collaboration. I think for us as a business, we do sell our service. We sell ourselves. It's really important for us to get it right internally. If you don't have it right internally, how can you possibly go and deliver a service to all of the stakeholders and deliver some fantastic projects that you mentioned before, Bill? Yeah, very good. What, what uh, do you see as the challenges over the next couple of years, we, we, the supply chain you've touched on, which yep. appears to be slightly correcting, yep. um, but who knows in the world we live in at the moment what's going to be the next thing. Yep. But what do you see the challenges over the next few years for, for the plan group? Well, I think our challenges, uh, I guess I look at it for, for Geelong, that where we've come to, so we're into our seventh year in Geelong. So I see that we're into a stage now where it's a bit of a, a consolidation period. So as long as there's continual investment into you know, the community centres, council projects that you know, we've probably done nine projects um, and being recreation centres, etc., education space and obviously the health space, as long as there's, for us, there's still investment into those mm-hmm. areas, I think, and our business size, that'd be good for us. Ballarat... Yeah, it's 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 amazing. I think the growth potential in Ballarat is is truly amazing. And for us, again, just that continual spend into education and health. Would you move um, into Bendigo? Do you do anything well, in Bendigo? We've actually priced some work in Bendigo. We haven't been successful because I think there's been a little bit of a reservation on making sure that we can deliver those projects. And when I say that, for 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 delivering those projects, you have to find local people. Yep. And if you can't find them, you're under pressure. And you've got people travelling for. Know, in excess of two hours yep. to go into it makes it difficult. Well, Jared, that's a very valid point. When I was on the Horsham Hospital Board and we let a uh, contract for a large new wing that we were building there, and the board actually recommended a local builder, but in their wisdom, the health department went for somebody that uh, was out of Melbourne, yep. and the the project went belly up, yeah, you know, because they couldn't manage it. Yeah. And you go back, you know, every couple of months there'd be a different project manager. It was so that your point's very valid. If you're not set up, you don't have the established network. Yeah. You just, uh, yeah, you know, it it's hasn't really got a great chance of success. Exactly, and that's why with Ballarat, 
I call it we're in a growth phase there, an establishment growth phase. If we can get that right, then that will help us leverage into the next place. Bendigo yep. and yep. those areas. So again, it's just being thoughtful and strategic with that growth. Because they're both good, strong country towns. Yes. Ballarat's yeah. doing really well. Yeah. The, well, you know from the... Well, really, I'm involved in a business up there and uh, it's that industrial, well, more in the, on the industrial side, but the industrial park, the council tell me, well, there's really no more opportunity to build there. It, the, the, the prospects and the, the interest level is such that it'll be full. Yeah. Uh, which is an amazing Because you're not that far out of Melbourne at the end of the day, but you've no. got that country lifestyle yeah. and uh, like Geelong. Absolutely. <laughs> Really interesting, really try. interesting. So what do you do outside of work? What keeps you sane? <laughs> well, you, you might see I've got a little friend with me today. Yeah, okay. It's about so nine days old. So we've November. <laughs> November. So, you know, again, for us as a, uh, as a team, so what's interesting for us right now with um, Movember is we've got about 15 or 16 people joining as a team, plan group team. So some of us are growing Mo's and we're also... Um, covering distance as well, so top movers and those sorts of things, so running and walking for the month. So that's good. I walk the dog every morning. Uh, it's really important. I've got a beautiful Rottweiler. He's okay. a beautiful animal. So spend time with the family. Obviously, in this fast-paced environment, I've got two daughters, 22 and 24. They're still at home. Uh, love spending time with them and my wife. Uh, every Monday night, we have family dinner. So the girls will bring their boyfriends over and we have family dinner. So great that's idea. pretty precious. That's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, Love golf, no good at it. Golf play doesn't the, love you. <laughs> play the occasional game. Uh, I love trying to catch a, a game of football you know, through the Geelong Footy Club. I'm actually a member of the Werribee Tigers as well. A good mate of mine's a vice president of uh, the Werribee Footy Club. So, Yeah, so it's important to have some balance, isn't it, at the end yeah. of the day? Because yeah. you're in an industry that is almost 24-7, isn't it, in some respects? Well, it is. It is unrelenting. Uh, as I said, can be challenging, can be really rewarding as well. And, and, and again, for us, it is finding that balance, um, having a bit of fun along the way, and hence what I yeah. pointed out there with our office space. You know, we've, we've got a table tennis table, we've got a dartboard, we've got a fridge full of refreshments, <laughs> new coffee machine, and, you know, little things in our office. Like we've got, I don't know if you noticed when you walked in, we've got that feature-painted wall and it's a testament to Geelong. Yeah. It's a testament to some of the iconic symbols in Geelong because it's just, you know, enjoy where we live, enjoy being part of the community, the business community. So if we're back in here in five years' time, will you be here or will you be somewhere else? What do you see the picture for planning for, and yourself in five years' time? Yeah, look, it's, it's a great question. We're actually going through the next phase of business planning at the moment. So uh, we've just finished that sort of the five-year business plan, particularly for Geelong. So myself and the two general managers in Geelong and Ballarat are working through a, a business plan for the next three to five years. What I'd like to see, it's in actual fact, we've just had new workstations come in here too. So we've got 34 spots in this office. They're not all full, but the way we're going and with that consolidation phase, I think we'll be right for a short period of time. Uh, with Ballarat, in the space that we have there, we're leasing space. Uh, we've got enough space to grow into it. Um, so it'll, it's, it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see you know, what it looks like. But where will I be, personally? Hopefully still here. Hopefully I'm still wanted. 
<laughs> I'll be knocking in five years' time, knocking on the door of, um, you know, on the wrong side of 55. <laughs> oh, but, you're, only, but, you're only as young as you but, feel. <laughs> exactly. And just enjoying As I say, I, if, for me, I still get up every day and I love coming in here. I love being part of this team. Fantastic. And There's no doubt Ballarat and Geelong um, will, they're not going to ever go backwards again in our lifetime, is it? Unless no. something disaster happens. And so there's there's going to be a, a very great prospect in the future for your group for the plan. So I wish you well. I think you know you've done a great job. Thank you. And it's uh, and we might mention that Jared has actually Mark joined us a in little, our monthly, monthly networking group, meeting. Yep. Yeah. And we're so we're looking to forward to you joining our little group of of. Uh, 12? 12 that, 11, that meet once a month for breakfast and just share ideas. Yeah. yeah. I really appreciate the opportunity and, um, yeah. and the invitation to join that group. So thanks for today. It's great to get to know you a bit better. Thanks very much, guys. Yeah, thank you, Jared. We'll see you soon.